This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Just taking a little bit of a look at yesterday's news. Yeah, that's right. Lions on the loose. Lions on the loose. In Sydney. Um, It was chaos in this studio for a second as literally uh, Coca-Cola broke it in the news at the very end of like the nine o'clock news bulletin. It was the last thing we heard and we were like, we're not on air anymore and we can't really interrupt the ad-free 50 to just talk about, oh my God, there's lions out in Sydney. It literally went, hang on, wait, what? And then we had to go back and listen and go, yeah. We just said there were lions potentially on the loose. Pretty surreal news. Um, It was bizarre and the the Ferrari of information that flew into the studio in the preceding 15 minutes only to then go, oh, no, they're back. Yeah. They're, they're back in the enclosure. They're okay, fine. don't worry about it. Um, there's some important details before we get into the rest of this story, okay? Mm, okay. Let's just go with some of the the rumour clearing up. So any zoo you've ever seen, obviously there's a fence and then there's another fence. They never got past the second fence. They so, were still in the zoo technically? No, no, they weren't even not only in the zoo technically. They were still technically in their enclosure. Right. So they, there's a six-foot fence that separates the zoo, that from the rest of the zoo. Yeah. Yeah. So they never got out of the zoo, okay. but they also never got past their second fence. Very good. So they were basically around. They don't still know how they technically got out. Mm. Um, and Figure the, that out pretty quick, I'd imagine. The lions are all back. And they... Okay, so there's a couple of things now to dovetail off of that. Now that I've got those rumours up out of the way. No lions were ever out and about. No yeah. lions were ever roaming the streets of Sydney, as people were almost deliriously trying to suggest. Yeah. Um, but one thing that is interesting today is the zoo have referred to what's happened with the fence as an integrity issue. Now, well, the fence's integrity was compromised. It was compromised. I have worked um, in this building for a long time. I've worked in radio in general for a long time. I've heard some wanky buzzwords yeah. in corporate speak in my time, but referring to a hole in a fence that's meant to contain lions as an integrity issue yeah. might be my favourite attempted downplaying of something in human history. <laughs> well, I just need to know now, like, do these lions have a hankering for fences? Is we don't this know why this has happened? They're doing Because a- if the fence's integrity was compromised, and it was just there was a hole in it. That's one thing. We can fix that. If the lions now enjoy chewing through fence and that's why it's a problem, then that... I don't know where they need to be moved. The Lions are backstage at the moment, apparently. Yeah. The vets have all said they're doing very, very well. Everyone's fine, but they're not going to be putting the Lions back on display until they've worked out what's going on Fair with enough. the integrity of the fence. Yeah. Um, so they're very. it's very interesting here. I think the, the thing here is, for me, more more than anything, is how quickly rumour just spreads. Like oh, this was, gets exciting. Were, Twitter, there were reports of these Lions being just on buses in yeah. Sydney. That's how, that's how crazy it sounded at some point. I said when I... I heard the news. I was like, if I was in Sydney, I'd dip. I'd leave. I'd go to Newcastle. Yeah. I'd go to Wollongong. I'd just get in the car and leave Sydney yeah. immediately. I, I think just there were, basically what happened at the zoo is everyone went inside. Yeah. So there were places they locked themselves down yeah. and just go inside, which is fine because I don't think it's like Jurassic Park. I don't think the lions are opening doors. I think they're just yeah. probably walking around going, hey, what's going on here? The hell's going on? The last part of this story that I wanted to touch on was the fact that Toronto Zoo have said the lions made their way back into their enclosure. So, this, yeah. so this has just been a case of serious good luck because Very the lions fortunate. have gone, well, that was a fun yeah. adventure. All right, back into our enclosure yeah. we go. That's amazing. It's, they sort of act the same way my dog acts, where he's yeah. like, well, I know where I get fed and where I sleep yeah. and yeah. where like probably the best life I'm going to have is, let me just take myself back inside instead of running off. Going down going down the um, just the main thoroughfare there at the zoo and seeing a lion would be terrifying. So I'm glad to know they never made it past their fences. Yeah. 
But I uh, look honestly, in terms of animals that could have gotten out, probably lions is well, actually tigers are more like I feel like tigers are more stalky mm, animals. Terrifying, terrifying. Um, I've been thinking, my mind's been a flurry of like, you know what? I actually. Because, as you said, there was, like, photoshopped uh, photos of all of these different... Of the, like, the lions, lions hailing cabs, down, essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah in Central in World Square and stuff. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more wide, wild animals. Like, Australia's yeah, got right. pretty good ones. Mm-hmm. Kangaroos are pretty cool to see. Um, but that's honestly, like, dingoes, but you don't yeah. really see them in suburbia. I just feel like there should be initiatives to... Not lions or tigers or, like, the scary ones, bears and gorillas and stuff. Yep. But if we just, like, released... 10 giraffes into mm. the general public. It'd be amazing. Imagine if, like, that could be a tourism point for Canberra, yeah. where it's like as you're landing in the airport, mm-hmm. you're just like, look, there's a giraffe. It might be a giraffe, yeah. I feel like that would be a huge selling point for the city. I think it'd be a huge, huge boom for the city's panel beaters <laughs> as ah, they yeah, go yeah. from just the occasional kangaroo incident yeah. to a giraffe incident but on a, the GDE. Kangaroos are all, uh, uh, giraffes are also tall enough that if you just wipe their legs out... Yeah, okay. No, I guess, that's yeah. serious. Hey, I mean, I don't fall on top of yeah. the car, which would, is not good. They'd probably miss it. It'd be the car behind you that would really I'm suffer the consequences. I just think giraffes might be the wrong animal. I, I just because when I go past Scrivener Dam, once I drive along there, if it, like you look over and you see sometimes the giraffes in mm. their paddocks, and it, I feel like I'm in like I am legend. Yeah, I'm it's like, amazing. Oh, what's happening? The giraffes have gotten loose and they've they've essentially taking over the the nation's capital. Any incidents, as you said, you'd see the giraffes from the air. Any incidents involving the giraffes, though, yeah. would be amazing television for news. Like Very it would be bloody. amazing. Uh, the thing, uh, the last thing I want to close off on this because I enjoyed the coverage of this in the in the initial panic so much. Something that was hilarious was the Today Show because Ali, the first time they talked about this on the Today Show yesterday, Ali is trying so hard to not go with the the lines are out, the yeah. lines are out, they're they're on the loose. It's kind of your job as a news presenter to have not a, spread panic. Have a listen to how many times Ali tries to say unconfirmed reports. We don't know what's happening, and then the first time Carl opens his mouth, unconfirmed. We're working to confirm this right now, but uh, the helicopter is up in the air. As you can see, there are multiple police officers within the grounds of the zoo. Now we have to stress the reports of an animal of animals loose are unconfirmed at the moment, um, but quite unbelievable those live shots coming in from Taronga at the moment and quite a police presence there on the ground. That is what we're looking at. That is the lion enclosure. Right, and they're inside the lion enclosure, so that would um, maybe point to the fact that they've got out. <laughs> Carl knows his way around a lion. He knows the I protocol would, of I would, don't get in the place where the lions are. I would never want to work with Carl because like, Ali's going, yeah, of course, yeah. obviously, Carl. We've been expressly told not to say that, mate. Ned, um, beautiful weather at the moment in Fiji. Um, just to say, not here, but yes, no, in Fiji. In, in uh, Fiji, Fiji, I'd only imagine. Absolutely fantastic, um, which was very exciting for our Chief Minister, Andrew Barr, because he was there on a bit of a, uh, That's right. bit of a mission last week to lobby for direct flights with Canberra. Um, he also went to New Zealand as well to do the same thing, mm. to get our international tourism back up so people coming to the nation's capital of Australia and vice versa, we can go to uh, Nandi International Airport and then also to Auckland as well, direct. That's what we're looking 
for. The great the great thing with the Fiji option is that potentially that can then link to LA and San Francisco because Fiji Airways fly from Fiji to LA and San Francisco. Well, Auckland's a bit of a hub as well, yes, I think. So, is. like, it really does open us up to the world if we can get those two locked in. Tremendous. Absolutely fantastic. Air New Zealand have said uh, no. Cool. No. Yeah. Um, not for the next 18 months at, at the least yeah. um, because of aircraft availability and pilots. They're just getting right. their, they're getting their feet back underneath them is what they've basically sort Fair of said. Enough to Paraphrasing there, but yeah. they've said, we've got a bid on and we are interested in the market, but just not for a while. Yeah. So maybe two years is what we're looking at there. Apparently, Fiji Airways, a lot more interested, a lot more interested and flights could, it says here, start as early as next winter and Fiji Airways expected okay. to decide early next year. I don't know when next winter is because it currently feels like we're in winter. Yeah, I so like, yeah, I feel like seasons don't really mean much anymore. But uh, yeah, that's very, very exciting. So I would love to escape to Fiji for June, the July, August next year. We might be able to get these flights happening. But the, the first part of this is the part I'm actually most excited about because the decision apparently will be made early next year. Yeah. So you'll be able to make some plans, maybe yeah. January, February. Uh, when do we consider early next year to be done? When is the time limit for early next year over? Is it the end of February? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, yeah. Once we get out of summer or whatever season yeah. is the first one, the first two months, I think, because it's like what? So there's 12 December, months. January, February, summer. So once summer's done, we're into we're into 2023. Did they say early summer or just summer? No, once, they said early next year. Oh, sorry, early, early next year is the first two months. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. think midway to the end of February is early next All year. Right. So once February's done. Yeah, we can have an answer. Well, we should have an answer. Does it seem like Andrew Barr, I mean, you and I spoke about it on the show when this happened, like when he went over there and we were like, this would better work. And then it seems like it sort of has kind of half worked. Did he like look into it at all? Like, did yeah. he go to New Zealand? Like, hey, any interest? Or was he just like, no, he went to New Zealand, went, had the meetings, did all the stuff. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Beforehand, before he like got on a plane and went over there and had this the meetings. This is an important point, point and point. And this is kind of where I was going with all of this. I think that we, we nail down the end of February and make sure that we all set outlook reminders mm. and we check in. We make sure that we decide, we hear whether Fiji Airways have decided to do these direct flights. Yeah. Otherwise, we might need an official acknowledgement. Yeah. Last week was kind of a holiday. <laughs> oh, he was just like, let me just go and check. And they're yeah. like, would you like us to call New Zealand beforehand and ask if they yeah. have any interest? No, 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 no. I'll go, I'll go I don't there in don't end up being a fact-finding yeah. mission that we just never found any facts uh, from. Yeah. So far, nothing. So but, far, a promise of maybe something we're next gonna year. Check, I'm going to sit now. Look, reminded today yeah. for the end of February, and then at the end of February, if we haven't heard from them... <laughs> I'm going to get a taxpayer-funded trip over there just to ask the question, just to ask the question. (laughs) Josh, uh, spoiler alert coming up for a movie that came out 12 years ago. So also get round to it. It was also part of a phenomena, so I feel like if you didn't watch it then, you probably don't really care that much. But um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, in that uh, a character named Dobby the house elf um, dies. Yep. I'm so sorry to be the one to tell you this. But he dies on a beach, actually. Um, now I saw a meme. I, I cried when Dobby died. So yeah. that's whatever Ned's about to say. That's how I get out of jail free card. It's a 50-50 show. Yeah. I did weep tears when Dobby died. Yeah. But I saw a meme that made me laugh the other day. It was like, if I ever saw, if, if this thing broke into my house, yeah. I'd try and kill it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, actually, that's a good point. It's he's cute because we know he's, it's cute because we know his demeanor and he's yeah. like adorable. And he has big eyes. It's but scary. It's, on paper, he looks horrible. Yeah. yeah. And you live in a magical world. Yeah. I, uh, six of one and pick him. That's not a happy creature. That's no, an no, evil no, no. creature. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. In terms of things that try to kill you, a lot of cuter things yeah. out in the Harry Potter world. I've never seen the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Yeah. I got up to the one where Robert Pattinson died, which is a spoiler from even long ago. And then I was like, eh. 
You know, the funniest thing about that is I'd probably say Goblet of Fire is where I tapped out with the books. Yeah. It's like that's, that's, yeah. that's actually the last book that's I remember also reading. That's true. Yeah, and I think then, that was the last one I read. Or as a kid, I was probably like 11, 12, and Order of the Phoenix came out, and I was like, JK, you must be JK because yeah. that book is too big. I remember it was like It was them. like a yeah. third bigger than The Goblet of Fire, which at that point was the biggest book I'd ever read in my life. Kids would come into school and I'd go like, oh, did you get all of them put into one? And yeah. they're like, no, this is just the next one. And I was like, cool, I'm no, good I'm done. then. I'm, I'm done. actually more than done. <laughs> and then I watched the last one because I was like, well, I remember watching these movies when I was a kid, so I should probably wrap it up. But I was like... So you went into part two not yeah. having seen part one. And I went, oh, Dobby's dying. You must have been so confused. I was like, well, they bring him back or something. All right, whatever. Anyway, there's a beach in Wales that... Uh, People are being have like it's the beach he dies on. So in the movie, the location, the location that Dobby dies at, people have found it. Um, they've put up like a little um, Dobby shrine, Dobby shrine, I mm-hmm. suppose. And people are taking their socks there because if you don't, if you know even less about Harry Potter than I do, that's going to be confusing. You have to hand the house elves something, and then if you hand the house elves a, yeah, a piece of clothing, of clothing they're, free. they're free. Yeah. So, so people have been taking socks there to be like, oh, be free, Dobby. And she's, I mean, I feel like that could happen by accident. What do you if mean? you've got a house elf yeah. and oh, you yeah, you're like, hey, you're like, clean hey, this. Hey, mate, yeah. this hoodie's a bit dirty. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. And he's like, like, oh, my God. Master has presented me with clothes. Yeah. You're like, yeah, to wash. No, 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 Go no, no, no. Get back here. No, 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 no. You're not out of here. Anyway, the beaches have to be like, stop doing this because you're littering the beach and it's making it awful. There's socks everywhere. Stop it. Yeah, and when a clothing washes up on a beach, usually there are like investigations. Yeah, exactly right. How confused this town in Wales must have been. please make it easier for us. There are like 400 pairs of socks on this beach and only one pair for yeah, each what pair. the hell has happened what's here? going on <laughs> Josh um, getting a tattoo can you can do it for a myriad of reasons you can do one because uh, you want to remember something forever you can do it because you like a bit of art you do one for no reason at all and that's in a reason in of itself yep you can also get one for like a like a practical reason. I've seen someone get like this uh, like a, a ruler tattooed on their leg so that you can measure if you catch like a fish. You can be oh, like, yeah. oh no, got to throw it back. It's yep. too long. Mm-hmm. I will say a bit risky because if you put on or lose weight, the ruler might shrink or grow. And point. then if you get uh, pulled over by the fishing police, they'll probably, be like, I'd just, what without, the hell? Without also being too graphic, I probably wouldn't want to rule that close to my genitals. Um, Not that high up. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know why yeah, you good. thought it would be there, but yeah. it was very much on the you will your thought like the oh, calf parts yeah. yeah right very good don't you wouldn't why would you put it there yeah it's a very <laughs> bad idea it's a very that's a very very bad idea because also putting live fish because you usually have to measure it and then figure it's out you to throw bad, it back yeah, in very bad just idea just a bad idea through and through so very much if you're thinking of doing that don't get do it, it on your thigh no no your calf that's the one i mean um there's a girl who's gotten a tattoo to help her with something that i often stuff up mm-hmm. which is fine and that's i feel like uh, a lot of people quite often will do but Getting left and right the right way around, it's just sometimes you pick it up and I feel like sometimes you don't. I don't know when a lot of people picked it up, but a lot of the time I will get it wrong. Yeah, no, I never get left and right wrong when I'm facing something. But when people start talking about, oh, stage left, or if you were, yeah, so that if you're watching that movie, he's actually standing to the left of that. I'm like, okay, now you've lost me. Now you've lost me. Yeah, if someone's like, hey, turn left here, I'll be like, Nah, 100% of the time I get that right now. But when I was a kid, yeah. oh, it was the hardest thing to work out. Well, this is it. You're just a car, you're built different. You're a cut above the rest. And a lot of people like us, the people who can't remember, are just forgetting left and right. Mm. <laughs> Literally. Um, there's a person, there's a girl who struggled with this and decided to get a tattoo on her hands, like just beneath her thumb, with like an L on one side and an R on the other side to signify left and right. Yeah. Now, I am not 
here to besmirch anyone's tattoos. If you want a tattoo, go go for gold, do whatever you want. But did we all like forget like the, if you hold up your fingers as L's, that is the left and right. Like if you hold up your left hand and and put it as like a left, if it's facing the right way, that means that it's left. If it makes an L, if it makes an L, that means it's left, and the other one is like a, a backwards or like yeah, or a J, that means it's right. Yeah, you don't. Whilst again, get whatever tattoo you want. Maybe this is because she seemed kind of young. She seemed like she was maybe eighteen, nineteen. Mm-hmm. Have we all forgotten that that's how? Maybe they're not teaching that anymore. Maybe they're not saying like left on the left hand means yeah. left. I must you can admit, see the L on the left hand. When yeah. I couldn't tell left and right when I was a little kid, the problem was I also wasn't that good at the alphabet. So I was like, well, hang on, which one's L? <laughs> and which that one's one is J? That? Yeah, yeah. So I was really, I, God, I was just you had bigger problems uh, than left but and right. Unless this is this tattoo's on a six-year-old, yeah, yeah. you should be able to tell the difference. At this, this is point. what I mean. Yeah. You should usually grow into knowing what letters mean what. But I feel like just that's the one you knock over. Over first, yeah. like you know what the L is, <laughs> yeah. so then your hand becomes a guy. One falls into the other. Yeah, exactly right. Look, I don't know, and I don't know how. I don't know. If I've, I sh- I'm not even trying to make fun of this girl, but mm-hmm. I'm just trying to bring back to the masses. If we've all forgotten, hold your hand up like an L, and if it's the L that spells left, then good. That's the left one. I think the other thing that I probably because we don't need that to be tattooed. I would get the full. Uh, 30 days has September, April, June. That's actually I get a good one. That in tattooed on down my arm. It's too long, foot. though. It's, it's very, very long, very but long. I mean, I forget that one all the Me time. Me too. That's so actually very useful. Get that tattooed, yeah. <laughs> uh, producer Michael's in the studio this morning. Yes, a, very early. Hello. A, a vintage producer Michael in the studio this morning. <laughs> Uh, he's called for he's that was so that's not his thirtieth birthday today. Yeah. Uh, a very happy birthday to you, my Thank friend. You. Thank you, I think. Nice. Yeah. Yours uh, was like five years ago, wasn't it, Josh? No, mine was uh <laughs> mine was a year ago. Um well a year and a half ago. Year and a half ago. That's fine. I'm it's tomato, the tomato. senior member of the team, there's yeah. no doubt about that. Um can I just say, <laughs> as, as lovely yeah. as lovely it is to move on from this topic, um I have seen a news story that has me perplexed this morning because in Lewis's news Apparently, a study's been done that suggests that people have quite a bit of anxiety around sneezing in public. So, right. sneezeiety is what it's been called. Apparently, things like weddings, christenings, like big events, people oh. are nervous that they're going to sneeze in uh, front of a lot of people. Yeah. Um, flying on a plane is also a situation where a lot of people get a bit anxious to sneeze in front of other people. I... I just want to for, first and foremost say, and this is why I was get, get both of you in here to have as many people as we can to ask this question to. I get very bad hay fever, so any anxiety I had around sneezing in front of people is is gone. It's yeah. been gone for a very long time. I don't care. Yeah, I'm yeah. the one suffering. Get over my sneezing. It doesn't yeah. bother me. What do you two think? Like, do you maybe at a wedding if they were doing like if it was as the speeches were happening, or if it was like as the I do maybe, but other than that, mm. no. My anxiety would increase for every sneeze that would happen in rapid succession. You okay, know, yeah, yeah. You do those mm-hmm. achoo, achoo, yeah. achoo. Yeah. After the third one, I'd be pretty mortified. Yeah, I think I'd like miss the the train on that one. I'd, I've never done a multiple like achoo. You've never done achoo, a daisy achoo. chain, a daisy chain sneeze. No, never. It may God. be in my life once doing two, but never like th- you don't, never you've ever done three. three. Never How? ever in my life have I done three. I don't know how people do it. Yeah. It's because that really rattles my brain around. So after got, I do it, I need like about five seconds to reset. We've got the CSIRO here yeah. in Canberra. A um, yeah. bunch of different geoscience and science boards. I would I would nearly like to try, with Ned's permission, yeah. and somehow 
instigate a three-in-a-row sneeze to Annette to see what would happen. I would yeah. love to I, see I've it. never heard of someone who's never done that. I can't even... I cannot remember the last time I did a two-for-one. Like a, oh, a wow. Two, wow. Wow. We're going to have to, like, pepper spray. I, well, <laughs> well, I mean, I was probably I thinking was maybe on board a, for a, a, feather, feather, a feather to the nose <laughs> yeah. or something like that. You've I've just got, got on a loony tune. <laughs> I don't know how we make people sneeze, Michael's, but it can't be feather or pepper spray. Michael's got straight from pepper spray. I was going, yeah, maybe we just sort of tickle a nostril with a feather or... into his eyes or anything. Oh, 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 thank God. God. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. just a light misting yeah. of pepper just spray. Just in the general vicinity <laughs> of his face. Yeah. Thank God, God, your Michael. old age has turned you so kind, hey, Michael. Yeah, thank God Michael's <laughs> not in charge of anything. That's really important. <laughs> but right now, it is present day. Very, very exciting. Present day, uh, the present day sucks. It's everything's yep. expensive, everyone's sad, the weather's all over the shop, you can't figure out what you're going to wear day to day. But to help with that... Me, Josh, and producer Michael all buy each other presents. Yep, to help with the present day. We pick a day once a week to be present day, and then it's up to uh, a member of the team to get the other two presents, and yep. then we take it in turns doing that. It's Thursday, which is our present day. Your friendship group, you can come up with your own present day. Just exactly make it right. the day you might need to look forward to the most. Been looking forward to today for two weeks because I accidentally thought my present day was two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so these gifts have been ready to go for some time. It is Michael's actual birthday today. So yes, this is. is probably yeah. the most important, significant present day that has happened amongst the present day givers so far. Okay. So 100 is the score that you get critiqued out of for your present. At the moment, uh, Mike's total score was 127. I was gypped. Ned's total score was 167. Yeah. Um, I feel like I was also gypped, but not as much as you were gypped. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Go for my present day this week. Yeah, um, each give us a. Yeah, we each give Josh a score out of a hundred. That's why it's out of two hundred. Ned's oh. present is okay. going to be first. Now okay. there is some context for Ned's present. Okay, Ooh, um, it's a bit heavy. The context for Ned's present is that he had recently hosted us for dinner um, as a group when yes. I purchased Ned's present, mm. and he was enjoying being sort of. We played a board game together. It was it. good fun. Oh, so. I feel like it, it is square enough to be a board game. I feel like it's going to be a board game. Oops, sorry, I don't want to destroy the bo- the bag. But okay, here we go. Ooh, I like that. It's called Wild or Misfortune. It's like a it's a board game uh, where you have to just do <laughs> unfortunate stuff. Some of them are a lot worse than others. You have to do like 10 push-ups, 10 squats. Then one of them just says dance. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, honestly, it's a misfortune for everyone else to watch you dance. It's a drinking game. It's yes. important to know. Yes, here. Yes, 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 yes. Drinking yes, game yes. with a spinning wheel featuring mis- uh, forfeits and dares. Okay, well, there you go. Fill, up, fill them up and spin the wheel. Pretty happy. They, pretty that's happy. pretty good. That's okay. not bad. All right, then. Here you go. All right, now this is the real one. This is producer Michael's birthday present day. uh, And keeping in mind our shared history, Michael, of when I've hosted things at my house, Uh this is a present for you um, and just enjoy it. Okay, go. The the present is almost peeking out. It does, yeah. It looks like he's bought your box of popcorn, Mm. to be honest. What it looks like is it looks like he's bought me a Zinger box. (laughs) Oh, it does, actually. It looks a little bit like a Zinger box. Which is a rad present if it was bought 10 minutes ago. Not two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. It's going to be rancid. There's no doubt about it. Oh, it's a big night in with popcorn, oh, popcorn like like cup. What would you call that? Like a cup. It's or... a it's a popcorn it's a bag d- holder. Like it's holder? a it's a box, but yeah. it's a plastic one. Yeah. One you can wash out and use again. Yeah. But it comes with fantails, popcorn, and cinnamon sugar and barbecue seasoning. Yeah, there's a different well. stuff to put on the popcorn. Yeah, you know I have seen this and have considered it for past present days. You've considered myself. it for yeah. past present days yourself. Yeah, I, uh, as someone who has cinnamon sugar in their house, I will say it is top notch, Michael. Okay, well, there you go. Sugar before, but it's good. It's the business. The fun of present day is now over. Okay. Uh, and now it's the business of present day. It's about getting a score for each person 
More from each person, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Shall I go first? Yeah, Ned, you I go can first. go first. I will give this... I'll give this a 50 out of 100. 50 out of 100? I like it. It's midway. The only thing I... And if if I can explain my answer, because it doesn't oh, you seem... You probably should, given that I gave Mike an intentionally bad score once, and it was 47. So if you're like, no, this actually, isn't too bad, and it's 50, well, I then, mean... Well, that seems like you should have gone lower. But I'll give you... I'll tell you what. I'll give you 55. 55. There we go. Okay. Only because it's only four players, and not often do I only have three people okay. come over. All right. So yeah. while I like it, it, I can see how it might be an issue. So 50, 50 points is what's been No, no, 55? 55. There we go. Okay. Actually, screw it, 60. You can just have 60. I'll have 60. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you, mate. Yeah. That's very nice. It's just a nice I feel little like, last-minute adjustment. Yeah. Because you're not considering teams. You could be teams, and that could yeah, be fun. That's and, yeah, 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 that's true. They fun. do only have four cups, though, so it does feel like you have to. COVID's over. Sh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> screw it. You don't have to isolate anymore. Go for gold. I... I quite like having popcorn holders because I do consume popcorn on the regular. That's right. I knew that about you. I knew that about you. (laughs) So You also enjoy a night in. You'll cook yourself some dinner. You'll Mm. watch a movie. That's a nice way to say I'm lonely, but that's fine. Don't let that affect your score, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) It was nice intention behind it. I will give you a solid 72. 72. I mean, I know that that means 132, but... 132. Yeah. Mm. Which means that... Ned has won present day. Thank you very much. For the first time ever, ladies Thank and you gentlemen. Very much. Ned has won present day with the best gift as decided by us two. I will say I went to the most amount of effort I've probably ever gone to buying anyone a present uh, mm. for the last round. So, you know what? I'm actually kind of stoked that it's come off with a win. That means that you are the only person without a win. Josh, yeah. Michael's won two nice. and I've won one. And what a bizarre fall from grace for Michael, by the way, because he's won the last two present days in a row yeah. and has come last to yeah. this Yeah, present but day. I feel so, like I mean, that, that was very much on purpose from was, you. There was Josh. some vitriol the in there. The present was crap. It no, wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't no, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. You can have fun like this with your friends <laughs> by instituting your own present day whenever you want. <laughs> now, Ned, um, something that's happened over in Peru is... Unfortunately, it's what's happened is it's triggered a massive thought in my brain as to like, oh, yeah, this actually kind of makes sense. Mm. Um, what's happened is police have used the cover of Halloween over in Peru to conduct a drug bust. Okay. And what they've done and why I said they've used the cover is they've dressed in costumes to hang around the street out the front of this house without anybody garner, garnering any kind of suspicions. They're Bit like, of like yeah. an undercover mission. It was an undercover mission. Yeah. They were dressed as the Avengers. So they were dressed as Spider-Man, Captain America and Thor. Um, right. Right, so okay. Quite a few top-tier members of the Avengers yeah. just getting around the neighbourhood. Yeah. No one was thinking anything of it. Just I, very normal. I do like it, but at the same time, I feel like you could go for something more subtle. Yeah. Because it's like, well, you're dressing up as crime fighters, people who would uh, be against drug-related crimes. So I feel like if you really wanted to be under the radar a little bit, you could go as like... A little Bo Peep or something, and like uh, I, guess I think a forty-five-year-old man dressed as little Bo Peep might draw more attention than very, a, than a forty-five-year-old man dressed as Captain America. But the point I'm I'm actually getting to here kind of dovetails off what you're saying. Like the Avengers are crime fighters. Yeah, this was a drug bust. Yeah, this is actual real dangerous people taken off the street. Yeah, you know all sorts of issues with um, violence when it comes to drug trafficking and all that sort of stuff. There's uh, horrible stuff that goes on, obviously. Would the actual real Avengers not probably help more people if they did that in their time off? You know, like, 
watching the Marvel movies and it becomes a bit more like Narcos, where they're really just trying to track down drug cartels and stuff, that probably would be a great way for Iron Man to spend a bit of his time, just a little yeah. bit of his time. I mean, Spider-Man does spend a lot of his time that way, but the Avengers, I mean, whilst I agree with you that obviously the things that you've just mentioned are horrible in real life, mm. when you put a gu- them up against like, uh, so we're up against a guy who's just wiped out all of living yeah. life, all of the hu- all of the point. universes, half of that's living life. It does sort of put the the very real crimes. By mm. the way, I'm not trying to no, say no. that. I'm saying in this fictional universe, planetary yeah. ending crimes. Very yeah, real point. now, good but point. if yeah, if you're up against like a robot who is becoming sentient and then is going to take over like destroy the entire city. Yeah. world, yeah, I get and it. then mm. pull up a crater and destroy all of humanity, yep. really puts those into perspective of like, nah, I've actually got a lot more well, on my plate. There are so many Marvel characters now that yeah. I've lost track of all of the different series and yeah. all of the different like I've I've literally kind of lost track of. Them. The Marvel Universe now, it's so big. Surely some of them can be dedicated to solving actual crimes, helping the actual police. Like, Look, this is it. Spider-Man does. He's a very, he's the friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. But mm. I feel like they don't spend enough time. And because it's also like, when you think about it at the end of the day, kind of a boring movie if he's just like, <laughs> hey, you just jaywalked. Come back here. Here's $150 fine. All right, don't let it happen again. He also wouldn't be as loved, I think, by the community if he was just chasing petty crimes. He's like, ah, there's a massive shipment coming in today down at the docks, and it's Tom Holland trying to make wacky jokes based on that. Probably doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? It's like, this isn't this funny, We're either being serious or we're not one or the other (laughs) Spider-Man. Josh, uh, a couple of years ago, I can't remember when. It's probably, honestly, probably a decade now. This is kind of how my brain's working. But uh, Bunnings were like, you know what? If you've got a dog... You're a tradie. You probably leave them in your tray when you come in or you put them in your car with the windows rolled down. Why don't you just bring them in? Bring them on in. Dogs welcome at Bunnings Warehouse. We'd love to see it. Uh, and then they really one-upped home home timber and hardware because they had dog mascots. Yeah, they really had the upper hand and yeah. then lost it and seemingly Bunnings immediately. Actually, no, dogs yeah. can just come in. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys can be our mascots. And they really dined out on the fact that there was adorable dogs in baskets and stuff being walked around. And I, as someone who only recently got a dog before that, really, really enjoyed the fact that there was just dogs in Bunnings. I have a real strong feeling. I've never taken either of my girls to Bunnings, but I think Cosmo would pee everywhere. That is sort of what I want to talk about because as good as it's been, uh, there is a bit of swell beginning to start on Reddit where people are saying that a lot of people at Bunnings are sort of very much getting over people bringing their dogs into Bunnings because they're having to clean up a unfair amount, which would honestly be any, but an unfair amount of dog wee and poo. Okay. Of people who were just like, oh, well, my dog did that, so... Well, well, off to home. That's your problem now. Off to outdoor entertaining, I guess. I will say that the pee is a little... It's like, well... I guess they're, what they're saying, what the employees are saying, who are very much at the breaking point, we're going, please stop bringing your dogs in. We don't love... We yeah. hate having to clean up wee and poo everywhere. Is that... Um, don't bring your dog in if it's not toilet trained. If it doesn't okay. know the inside, yeah. from, if mm-hmm. it doesn't know the difference between inside and out, please don't bring it in. Yep. I will say it's quite hard to control a dog weeing, but if you, they're also saying that people are just like a dog that with poo, is, and then they're just not picking it up with a bag it's or whatever. Egregious. That is ridiculous. Yeah. That is absolutely ridiculous. That's not on in any sense, especially when it's going to be have to cleaned up by another human being and won't be like flushed away by the rain. It's or the whatever. most talk radio I'm going to sound this morning. But that is disgraceful behaviour by it really disgraceful is. people. That is what is happening. I cannot believe. 
leave, someone would have their dog crap in Bunnings and yeah. just walk off. And be like, well, not my problem. Not my problem. Because I'm sure they also probably sell doggy bags in yeah. there. So if you were like, oh, well, there's nothing I can do about it. They'd be like, uh, let me refer you to aisle 17 where you very much can do something about this. I'd go this. as far as to say that's a lifetime ban from Bunnings. That's I would an, say. If you, if you are happy to let your dog crap in an aisle and yeah. just walk off, yep. that's got to be a lifetime ban from Bunnings. It's got to be not a, a, like an absolute non-starter. And I'm just worried. Maybe I'm not as worried as I would have been a few years ago before I got my dog. But now that like... If this was Ned from a few years ago and this was like the only time I just get to see dogs in the wild and get to have a pat while yes. also having a sausage sizzle, mm-hmm. I'd be very pissed at the people that who is, are letting their dogs just go to the toilet inside. Is he, that is the forgotten little guy in this story. Yeah. The apartment the dwellers, person, the yeah. apartment dwellers, the uni students, the people that don't have dogs of their own. Yeah. Bunnings was a bastion of going to be able to just see dogs on a Saturday morning and it was fantastic. You didn't have to seem like a weirdo who was just turning up to a dog park without, without a dog, dog and yeah, going, yeah. oh, I'm mm-hmm. just in a play. Mm-hmm. You could go to Bunnings, you could get a snag, you could walk around and pat some dogs. Yep. It was, honestly, it was heaven on earth. You need to pick up your dog's poop if it poops anywhere, mm. but especially indoors. Yeah. If there's a roof over <laughs> yeah, your head yeah. and you're in technically somebody's building... What the hell are you doing? You absolutely need to clean that up. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit 104.7.